couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and these Celtics beat the Heat 104-103, force a Game 7. My God, my heart is racing. I don't think, it feels like I just ran a marathon, except I still have energy to run another marathon. Oh my God, this game. All right, so we're going to dive into it. Same same exact platform as usual, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows. But to get things started, there is only one person you can give player of the game to, and that is Derek freaking White. My God. Okay, first off, last play of the game, wasn't a big fan. They looked for Jalen Brown, couldn't get it to him. They looked for Jason Tatum, couldn't get it to him. Third third choice gets to Marcus Smart, who actually was the only person on the Celtics team that shot well from beyond the arc. Uh, actually, I guess Derek White did as well. Bricks the three. Derek White with 0.1 seconds left. Gets the tip in. Gets the tip in. Oh, my God. This freaking game threw me for a loop. The Celtics were up 10 with about four minutes left. Watch that lead go down because the exact same thing they've done all season long. They slowed the pace, started walking the ball up, and give credit to Miami, hit some big shots. Jimmy Butler drew a foul on Al Horford. It wasn't a two. It was a three. They were down two. Ended up taking a one-point lead with three seconds left. Three seconds left, they took a one-point lead. And Derek White... Came in, bat out of hell, crashed the boards, got the offensive rebound and the putback with 0.1 left on the clock. Sealed the game. At first, they kind of waved it off. They had to review it. It wasn't even a field goal at the beginning of it. They had to review it. Derek White, basket counts, Celtics win, game seven, here we go. But, oh, my God. Derek White, honestly, through the rest of the night, he was fine. 11 points, four rebounds, six assists, a steal. He did have three blocks in this one. Uh, but Jesus, that shot at the end was just, it threw everything. It didn't matter if he had the worst game in the world. If he comes out and does that at the end, praise him. Absolutely praise him. Huge, huge shot. Celtics, 0.1 seconds away from their season being over. Done. They interviewed Jalen Brown at the end of it. Ernie goes, can you believe what you just saw? There was a 10-second pause, and he just smiles just a little bit. He's like, I don't think so. Wow. Derek White, dude, the guy is just lovable. It is so hard not to freaking love that dude. Uh, Really, you've got – look at the starters here. Jason Tatum, 0 for 8 from 3. Al Horford, 0 for 2 from 3. Jalen Brown, 0 for 4 from 3. Those are your big three-point shooters for the most part, right? The ones that take the most, the ones that typically hit the most. Marcus Smart, 4 of 11. Derek White, 3 of 7. That's it. Those are the only two that hit a three the entire game. We took 35 threes in this game. Two people had a three. 
Marcus Smart, Derek White. Derek White, sure, he's hit three threes basically every single game this series. But Marcus Smart having the most threes and doing it pretty efficiently is hella impressive. My God, this game, though. I am just – I feel like I'm going to go in a million different directions in this because I don't even know what to talk about besides, holy shit, my mind is blown. But that's that's what we just witnessed. My voice is already gone. Podcast just started. Love it. Doesn't matter. Rolling through it. Uh, but you look at this game. Marcus Smart, really good tonight. Really good. Huge shot after huge shot after huge shot. Obviously, again, having the ball in his hands at the very end, probably the the one person on the team you wouldn't want to see taking that final shot, but he was the only one that got open. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum couldn't get the ball to him. Derek White was inbounding the ball. Can't give it to him. Al Horford's deep in the other corner. Useless. Uh, so Marcus Smart is it. Marcus Smart it is. And honestly, I guess, you know, looking at the rest of the night, he was the only one hitting threes anyway. So at least that you could pass to because Derek White was inbounding the ball. So everyone on the court, Marcus Smart was the only one that hit a single three all game anyway. So be it. Um, but honestly, I mean, you look, Jason Tatum, really, really good first half. 25 points in the first half did nothing in the second half. He didn't score a single point in the entire third quarter. and most of the fourth quarter he scored his first second half point with 654 left in the fourth quarter on a free throw but give him credit 31 points the guy it was 15 of 15 from the free throw line give the guy some credit beautiful beautiful super aggressive in this one this wasn't a game where he went out and just like took step back three after step back three he was actually being very aggressive. Some of his free throws did come from being fouled on a three-point shot. So be it. But really, like the guy was super aggressive in this one. Uh, 31 points, 11 rebounds, five assists, a steal, two blocks. Solid. Jalen Brown, 26 points. Again, 10 rebounds, another double-double just like Jason Tatum. Three assists, two steals, nine of 16 from the field. Got to the free throw line, much better from the free throw line. I feel like this series, he shot like 50, 60% from the free throw line. Eight of 10 tonight. Solid, right? You had guys step up. The main guys, at least, stepped up. Robert Williams, really good game. One of his better games this series. 10 points, seven rebounds, had a block. A little bit more aggressive uh, shooting the ball, but looked good out there. Looked good. Uh, really, like solid game through and through for a lot of these guys. Very, very short rotation tonight. Malcolm Brogdon did not play. He got hurt. Uh, technically, he got hurt in game one, but he's been playing through the injury. But it got bad enough where last game he looked horrible. Absolutely horrible. Didn't play the entire second half after looking bad. So they just opted not to play him at all. Celtics ran with an eight-man rotation. Sam Hauser was one of those eight. He played two minutes. So. Really, they ran seven men. Robert Williams played 17. Grant played 22. Starters played a lot of minutes. 44 for Tatum. Uh, 39 for Jalen Brown. The only reason that was sub 40 was because he was in foul trouble. 
He ended the game with four fouls. Uh, Marcus Smart, 42. Derek White, 42. So they put on a lot of minutes, a lot of minutes. And now they got to turn around and do it all over again. Uh, not tomorrow, but Monday. So listen, oh my God, I am just this this game realistically wasn't that good. The Celtics offensively looked bad. Defensively, they looked solid. They looked solid through most of it. Fourth quarter, nightmare. Gave up 31 points in the fourth quarter, but 24 in the second, 19 in the third. The Celtics built up this lead. They played well through the majority of this game on the defensive end. There were really only two issues that the Celtics continuously ran into. Offensive rebounding and not closing out on shooters. Specifically, Caleb Martin. But you look at the offensive rebounds. They had 17 offensive rebounds that Miami Heat did. They torched us. The second chance points were through the roof for them. But you look at, I mean, Jimmy Butler, seven offensive rebounds. Bam, seven offensive rebounds. Like you've got Caleb Martin, a little short guard, 15 rebounds. Caleb Martin killed us, 21 points, 15 rebounds. Who would have thought? I just, like, I don't understand. But honestly, I mean, you look, you held Jimmy Butler at a five of 21. You held Bam out of Bayou, four of 16. You held Gabe Vincent, six of 18. You know, you did what you needed to do. This was a game the Miami Heat shot 46.7% from three. They hit 14 of 30. The Celtics were seven of 35. So we took five more three-point shots and made seven less, and we still managed to squeeze this out. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. The fact that we were able to pull this off, shooting the way that we shot. And honestly, even from the field, we were 43% from the field. Like this was a really just bad offensive game for most of the guys. Like bad shooting night. What was the saving grace? Free throws. You know, we made 29 free throws in this game. You know, they made 23. You know, we shot 85% from the line. It's it's huge. It's huge. The part that's like so just bizarre to me, right? Miami Heat took 93 shots compared to our 78. Again, it all comes down. It all comes down to the three-point shot. And that was the reason this game was so close. But I just, <sighs> Derek freaking White. Derek White, that's it. That is like all you can talk about in this game. This is a point. There have been 150 instances where a team has gone down 0-3. Four teams have forced a game seven after today. Four, like we're the fourth team. None of them have won. None of them have won. However, we're the first team the first higher seed to have a home game for game seven. The Celtics are very well poised to pull this off. Very well poised to pull this off. And it is going to be one of the greatest comebacks, if not the greatest comeback in NBA history. And I don't want to, I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, 
someone's going to do it. History is made somewhere. The only way to make history is to put yourself in a position to make history. Celtics, unfortunately, put themselves in a terrible spot and need to make history in order to survive. But, I mean, you look at this game. Duncan Robinson, as well as he played for the majority of this game, he had two wide, wide open three-point shots. And I'm talking like he even put the ball down on the floor, dribbled, and still missed a three. He missed two huge threes in that fourth quarter and gave the Celtics an opportunity here because this is something the Celtics should have rolled away with. They didn't, but they won. Doesn't matter if you win by 20 or one, a win is a win. You're moving on. Uh, But really like solid, solid overall game from the Celtics on the defensive end Uh, did a really good job defending Jimmy Butler They talked about it a little bit on the broadcast. I've tweeted it. I talked about it last podcast, probably the podcast before that as well. Uh, But Jimmy Butler's primary game is to drive, up fake, get you to foul. And the Celtics are not falling for it. Like he still got to the free throw line a bunch. 12 of 14 from the free throw line. Three of those late in the game where Al Horford fouled him. that gave them the lead with three seconds left. But you look at this, the Celtics are really forcing him into a lot of tough shots because they're not jumping. They're not bailing him out. Did it happen? Sure. Did it happen as much as it normally does against Jimmy Butler? No. The Celtics have done a really, really good job defending him throughout this series. Time Lord, solid job tonight. Derek White, really good job tonight. Had a beautiful block on him late in the game as well. Uh, but this Celtics team putting together something special here, something really special. Uh, I do want to talk about some of the negatives here before we dive into that though. I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. All right. So let's talk some negatives here. I'm going to keep the section short. Frankly, it doesn't matter. And I am so pumped right now. Heart rate is still through the roof. But you got to start with uh, with the three-point shooting. After shooting so well for two games, 
the Celtics came out here and this was the worst three point shooting performance they've had all season long, literally all season long, 20%, seven of 35 abysmal, absolutely abysmal. Again, talked about it a little bit earlier. Jason Tatum, 0 for 8. Al Horford, 0 for 2. Jalen Brown, 0 for 4. Grant, 0 for 3. The only two that hit them, Marcus Smart, Derek White. That's it. Three-point shooting in this one was horrible. And part of it is due to the fact that they were just bad shots. This wasn't the drive and kick, drive and kick. We saw a lot of Jason Tatum trying to pull up. We saw Jalen Brown trying to pull up. Jalen Brown pulled up from seven feet beyond the three-point line because he hit a couple mid-ranges prior. Little heat check. Terrible shots. Some of them were terrible shots. And honestly, Marcus Smart, too, who shot well, four of 11. Like, that's solid for Marcus Smart. It's about league average as far as percentage goes. Uh, did the same thing. You know, his average, his percentage is skewed a little bit because the last three-point shot that he kind of had to just turn around and chuck up. Uh, but frankly, like, a lot of the three-point shots the Celtics took tonight were just not good shots. And it's the reason the percentage is so low. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, as well as they did, being aggressive, getting downhill, they ended up trying to finish those plays, which is smart. But... When you kick out off of that, defenses collapse. Then you get open shots. Celtics didn't really create a lot of open shots, a lot of open threes. They just took a lot of threes. And it did not work out in their favor. But the silver lining in this is everyone, every single analyst, every person that was talking about the game, what do the Celtics do? They live and die. By the three. Tonight, they shot horrible, and they still survived it. So this was a really good situation for the Celtics, right? Because instead of going out there and dying because the three-point shots were not falling, they stepped it up on the defensive end, forced other guys to beat them because, frankly, like they shut down Bam and Jimmy Butler and again, shutting down might be a little aggressive. Like Jimmy Butler still scored 24 points, but I mean, he had 12 free throws, right? Five of 21. Like you look at the shooting percentages, we shut them down. Jimmy Butler just went out there and took a million shots. So be it. Let it happen. You got to shut the other guys down. And the Celtics did a pretty good job of that. You know, you've got Caleb Martin that went off, did his thing, but, you know, Gabe Vincent held him to really poor shooting. Max Struess, useless. You know, Kyle Lowry, it it just makes me laugh how big of a cliff he just fell off of. Like, he was an all-star. Like, he's won an NBA championship. Like, he's won a trophy. And he is just looking like an absolute bum. Caleb Martin comes back, and he just disappears. Disappears. Uh, 18 minutes in this one. So the Celtics did a really good job defensively of holding everybody down, forcing tough shots for Jimmy Butler. The one thing that was frustrating in this one, Caleb Martin, I don't know why, because Caleb Martin has shot really well all series long. They kept helping off of Butler and leaving Caleb Martin wide open. They were helping off of Caleb Martin, which makes no sense. 
no sense because he's the one guy that has consistently hurt the Celtics from beyond the arc. And they just continue to let it happen. Don't get it. But that's where we stand at this point. Uh, but that's it. That's where I'm going to wrap things up. I just, I, I don't even, my head is racing. Don't know even where to talk to, talk about at this point. Derek White, absolute stud. Huge tip in. Creates a game seven for the Celtics team with 0.1 seconds left. 0.1. Celtics move on. Game seven, here we come. Going back to Boston. That's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?